Welcome to the next message from Encounter Church. For more information about our church, visit us online at EncounterPGH.com. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the message. Big of a task. Go into all the world? Like, I can barely keep my life together. I can barely get up for work on time. I snooze my alarm five times, or, you know, I'm having trouble at work. How am I supposed to be thinking about other countries, other places, the people, you know, who are in the world who are going through things that I can't even imagine? We hear about things on the news all the time that are difficult and frustrating, that feel unsolvable, right? The problems of racism or the problems of of human trafficking or genocide. These are some of the large issues, and there are even smaller ones that are that are ravaging our world, and it feels so often like we are powerless, right? As an individual, we feel like I don't know what to do. And so when we hear a passage like the Great Commission, and we think Jesus is telling us to go into all the world and preach the good news and to make disciples, and we feel like I don't, I don't know how to do this. This feels like too big of a task. And oftentimes we look at the Bible and we get stuck because we feel like, I don't know how to tell people about the Bible. How do I explain what it is? And I don't know how to bring the gospel of Jesus with people. And it would be like this. Just like the never-ending story, in that the darkness did not overcome it. Verse 14, the word became flesh and dwelt among us. We observed his glory. The glory is the one and only son from the father, full of grace and truth. Verse 16, indeed, We have all received grace upon grace from his fullness. For the law was given through Moses. And in case you haven't figured out who we're talking about yet, grace and truth come through Jesus Christ. I love this. This is the story of the ages. This is the story of humanity. When we read the Bible, which is the story of God, it's a story about who God is, a story about how he relates to us, how we are hopeless, and how God cared enough to step into the middle of all of it to to rescue us, to change it. He sent Jesus to set things right once and for all. It's a story of God creating a new kind of people who would act differently, who would live differently than the rest of the world, who would point people back to him. This is the story of the Bible. That is God's story. It's a story of God's love for people and his relentless mission to save us from ourselves and from that which would destroy us. But how can we connect our story to it? This is the part that I think is the hard part for us. It's like, I believe that. I believe what I see in the Bible, that God loves us, that God loves everyone. I believe, like even if you you think God loves the worst, God loves the person who doesn't deserve goodness and deserve grace. God doesn't deserve, these people don't deserve mercy, but God loves them. Even if you believe that, the question says, how do I translate that to them? How can I help them see that I'm a normal person who's just like them? I'm not any better than them. I still screw up. I still struggle. I still make mistakes. How can I help them understand who God is? You have to connect your personal story to God's story. But how do we do that? I have three quick thoughts that I felt like would help help each of us in learning how to connect our story to God's overall story. And the first one is this. First, you have to replay your story. Replay your story. What do I mean by that? Everybody here has a story. Every one of us has a personal, unique story. All the steps that you have taken, all your own experiences have brought you to who you are and where you are today. Where you grew up, what your parents were like, the decisions you made, where you went to school, you know, what kind of a job you have, 
the things that you have done in your life that you're proud of and the things that you're not, all of those are your story. Now, why do I say replay your story? It's because everybody has a story, but most of us, or maybe many of us, don't necessarily know how they would share that story. Or they, don't even, they wouldn't even think of it that way. They're like, I, I really haven't paid attention. I feel like my life has been such a whirlwind that I probably would have never thought to put it in any kind of sequential or meaningful order. But when you're talking to someone and you want to tell them what your life has been like, it's important for you to know the, the arc of your life. And I promise you, every one, of, every one of us has an arc to our life, has a storyline to our life, repetitive patterns in our lives, things that maybe we aren't even aware of. And we have to go back through our life and think about what has my story been? What has my story been? What is the story of my life? What's the main idea of my life? And here's some things that you can think of. What are the significant moments in your life that have led you to where you are now? What are the significant moments, the main plot points of your life? Think about those things. What have your struggles been? What have you fought through? What are the things that have been hurtful or damaging or harmful to you? What about your successes? What are the things you're proud of? What are the things you've come through, that you've fought through, the mountains that you've climbed over? What are the valleys that you've been able to pull out of? What are those things? What have you learned in your life? What are the lessons that you have learned? What are you still working on? All of those things help us craft our story, who we are in a way that allows us to be able to tell people. And what I would say is this, to connect our story to God's story, we first have to know what ours is. We have, to, we have to look back and replay it so that we can know who we are in order to tell people and identify with them. Because when we share our story with them, they'll say, you know what, I had a similar situation like that. Wow, like I didn't know. I thought I was alone. I felt like I was the only one who ever felt that way. That's the power of telling a story. So replay your story. Number two, the second idea of connecting your story to God's story. First, you have to know your story and replay it in your mind. And then you have to find God in your story. So now that we have our life story in mind, I want you to search for God's fingerprints throughout the moments of your life. Look for how his hand has guided you, how he has protected you. Look for when he has met you in moments of of need or intervention. Look for opportunities in your life. Look back and say, oh my gosh, I I can see how God was present there. I can see how he never left me alone. I could see how when I was in disobedience or how when I didn't know him, I could feel him calling me. I could feel him. There were all sorts of crazy things that I thought were coincidences. Every one of us could go back and look into our lives and sense that. And maybe you're here this morning and you don't know Jesus. Maybe you've never had this. And for some reason you walked in the door today. I'm going to give you a chance at the end of the service to, to meet him for the first time. And I, I just feel like if you look back, if every one of us looks back into our story and we can see, wow, the patterns of my life, that it's not a coincidence that so many of the things are either the result of me doing what I wanted to do despite what God was trying to get me to do, or I can see his hand guiding me. His presence was always in that space. Find God's grace. Find his mercy. Find his love in your life. See how he has restored you. See how he has forgiven you at specific moments. It's so important for us to not only see God present in our lives, but also to link your experiences and God's presence together. That's the key here, is to see that nothing is a coincidence. 
that, that you have made choices in the experiences that you have come along the way, that God has been present in them. It is so important when we're trying to connect our story to God's story to not just say that I was addicted to drugs or that I was uh, viewing pornography or that, that I was, you know, sleeping around or that I struggle with bills or I was afraid of this or whatever it might be in your life. It's not enough to just say that. You have to show people and link how God has been present and weave through it. We have to link God's presence into those circumstances. We have to see that our story is a series of experiences that God is writing for us, but that sometimes we rip the pen out of his hands and write our own story, and oftentimes it ends badly. So to connect our story to God's story, we have to see how God has been writing it. So first, look back over your life and replay your story and then find God in your story. So now finally, now that we see who God is, that we see what he's up to in the world, that we look through the Bible and we see how he's interacted, and now we've experienced him. We see how he has changed our life, how how his hand has guided us and protected us and how he's been changing us in our lives in so many ways. We can now connect our story to God's story by doing this. We now tell your shared story. It's a combined story. And this is really the the crux of the Bible, which we're calling the story of God. It's all about realizing who God is, what he's doing, what he's up to, and allowing that knowledge and that experience to transform us, to change us. We talk about encounter God in real life, to allow his word to transform us at work, to transform the way that that we do our work, the um, the way that we pay our bills, the way that we talk to our wives, the way that we raise our kids, the way that we uh, respond when we're cut off in traffic or when we're late to things. All of these elements in our lives, we're seeing how God acts, how he responds, how he treats us. And then when we behave the way that, that he's called us to, when we align ourselves with his principles, it begins to change us. And what happens when we do that is from that place, we can now share our combined story. One, from the macro sense of who God is, that God is big. God is working. I've seen him do this. I've seen him operate there. God loves people. He's always forgiving, right? That's the story of the Bible. And then saying, but let me tell you how how he's impacted my life. When I was down, when I didn't know what I was going to do, this is what I did. This is how God met me in those spaces. That's how we connect the story of our lives to the story of God, and we share one story. Just like in the never-ending story, Bastion's story was woven throughout it, and the decisions that he made affected the story. And that's what's happening to us. When we choose to say, you know what? I'm not just floating through life, but I'm, I can look back and see how, how I've been walking paths and how I've made decisions and how God has been present in those things. I believe that he's going to bring you to people who you are uniquely gifted to talk to. What do I mean by that? I just mean that, like, that there are people who identify with Jared's story. There are people who have lived, lived experiences or who have felt uh, emotions that are similar to mine. And when I tell my story, I am uniquely qualified to share what God has done and to speak their language. Now, another person in our church could try to talk to the same person, and God is powerful, and the Holy Spirit can work in their lives. But it might not work out the same way because that individual doesn't have the same experiences, they don't have the same emotions, and so they may not identify or resonate with that story as much. That's why some of us like certain movies other than others or certain books rather than others, because we resonate with various emotions and feelings that feel real to us. 
And so what happens is if, if Pastor Jared is the only one who is, who is telling that story or only one who's ever sharing the gospel, which I know that I'm not, but if I am for this illustration, there are all these other people sitting in this room right now and all the people who they represent in the world who are just like them who are not hearing the gospel in a way that is relevant to them because they're not sharing their story. So the idea is, is that if each of us in our relationships and where we go are intentional about finding opportunities to share our individual story, our unique story, that God is going to bring us to people. There are already people in our lives who like us. There are already people in our lives. You don't have to go out and like go to the friend store and try to buy friends. Like you have people in your life already who are, who are around you because you identify with certain things. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. If you call Encounter Church Home or if you'd like to partner with us to support the work that God is doing here, you can take advantage of our online giving option. Just go to EncounterGiving.com. Also, stay up to date with us throughout the week by following us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at EncounterPGH. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.